Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joy Locking here, Tillery Power. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Ian. I'm Pete. And I'm Yost. Welcome to this bonus episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. We are joined again by Yost, the um, the man, the myth, the legend, the owner of Jazz Inc. Dioramas, and uh, we're here to talk about some of the amazing products that you're working on. You've uh, had several updates in the last few weeks on some big projects, uh, a little bit of big news about some of those big projects. Uh, but before we get into that, do you want to plug your business? Talk a little bit about what you do for people that might not be super familiar with Jazz Inc. Dioramas. Oh, okay. Well, very briefly, uh, it's a, a hobby that got out of hand uh, with me and my dad. My eldest son and my wife also uh, take part in it. We do it uh, part-time, and we basically, uh, I, I'm thinking of renaming it to the Collectors Collective, because what we do is uh, we make what the cl- community wants that the big guys don't make basically um so like the the batmobile uh the the cockpits um we're now working on the iron scavenger you might have seen in the very first official marvel spider-man movie uh basically uh anything that the community is really crying out for that isn't coming um I, i'm talking uh, to someone uh we're working on a conversion kit for the delorean uh to be able to do it for uh an episode two an episode make it uh, turn your delorean into an episode two and episode three delorean and i um, just had a moment there yep <laughs> yep that's it I'm, I, yep that's that's, that's me you asked it right you asked me yeah you, you asked me that yeah, yeah well yes. it's, it's in the works i got my yeah. delorean it's still not unboxed i didn't have the time i got oh, it today oh. oh nice nice so uh i got one uh i got uh the dock you have behind you uh still yeah. un- un- not unboxed in yeah. a marty and uh we're working on uh, a kit um so yeah there's uh, stuff if, if you guys have a, have a good idea and there's enough support basically that's what we do we're the uh, production and r d department for the uh, community so I think it goes without saying my name will be put down for that. Real quick, was that you, Pete? The, the the name that wants to put be put I, down. Unfortunately, I don't have a DeLorean. <laughs> put Ian first. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, okay. Right. Someone <laughs> said the stream is not playing on YouTube. I'm, I pull it up just fine. Uh, I would maybe recommend restarting your YouTube app. Uh, but it seems to be working fine. I got a lot of comments from YouTube. So uh, if there are any okay. stream issues, please let us know. But uh, yeah, that's huge news on the DeLorean. I know I've never seen Ian get so excited when you mentioned on the last time that we had you on that it was a possibility. And uh, I'm sure he's going to be super excited to get it in hand. Uh, the big project that you're uh, starting uh, pretty soon here to ship is the uh, obviously the Falcon cockpit diorama. Yeah. Uh, you posted the other day that you were adding some details. Um, because you can, in a day and age where... Companies seem to be cutting corners left and right, Jazz Inc. dioramas, uh, going the extra mile for their customers. So what did you add um, to this diorama that that wasn't planned for initially? Well, there was a a couple of upgrades, really. Um, So we added a few more points where there are lights. And then here you can see it, uh, yeah, those two. So the, the screens... Uh, those weren't actually; those were just lights, and yeah, exactly. Now they're uh, they're screens, and then the center hood on the next picture, the black—I don't know what that—the Viewmaster. Now we, we we were able to add a screen to that. Now this yeah. is really small in 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 real life. We're looking at what is basically a macro shot right now. 
Okay. Um, so uh, we also upgraded the the material for the seats because it's a soft material, uh, but we weren't quite happy with how it ended up in the folds. It didn't look crisp enough, uh, and I, we're much happier with how these new seats look. Um, same for the hoses on the back. If you could scroll back a few images, I thought there was an image for uh, the back of the, uh, yeah, right there on the right. The people didn't love what we did with the, the, the hoses, basically, on the prototype that we showed around New Year's. Uh-huh. So we redid that to something that people uh, seem to enjoy. For many people don't seem to realize, but you can see it in this picture. The, the pillows uh, on top, those are uh, removable, so you can display it like you saw with the uh, the initial Hot Toys prototype in 2015, which just had the two pillows. And then people said, oh, it would be cool if you could just make it a complete circle. And we didn't want to take away the option yeah. for the people uh, who wanted uh, uh, the. So now we have both options. Speaking of options, one other thing we added uh, at the 11th hour, I don't know if you have a picture of that, is um, we've gotten some really good uh, material for the glass on the cockpit canopy. Now, again, this is something that. Um, you can uh, oh you, you can see an, an old prototype here because many people didn't want the glass because the original uh, props didn't have glass because that shoots like uh, crap. Um, yeah, it reflects all the light. Yeah, exactly. So initially we made it removable uh, uh, on the front and the top, but then on the front there was no other way than to do those two little screws, and I didn't like that. So now the screws are going to be invisible. Um, and then the glass is just going to be removable on the top. So, the, and it's much less reflective than we, the stuff we had in December. So, um, there's, uh, I'm thinking, well, I can't think of where you can find a picture of that quite fast, but, uh, uh it's on the, on the Facebook page, I think. Gotta pull that. Um, and so you have the glass now as an option. Um, and the one final tweak that we did was we changed the headrests on the passenger seats. Those weren't entirely accurate, and we got some better pictures based on some feedback from the community because that's all we do, really. Uh, so the the headrests are going to be different on the passenger seats. So those are the mm-hmm. most important tweaks that we did in the last month or so. And now it looks like um i'll probably be able to ship out the very first one custom built to, for a customer um next week if some well and, and and maybe a week after but we're very close to that wow. yeah and it's the, absolutely stunning <laughs> i think you mentioned that there was also a potential for um some people at disney that might be interested to take a look at this for a potential partnership did you want to talk about that well, it's very early days, but I did get an email uh, from someone within the company who said that he showed it to his superiors and they really like what we're doing. And, well, I would love to partner. Oh, could you keep up this picture, by the way? Yeah. Uh, uh, and and he said, basically, we're waiting for the whole COVID crap to die down and then we might talk to uh, to you uh, about some sort of partnership so that had me floating for about a week <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's huge news that's that's, that's yeah that is huge and that is basically a dream i've been i've been talking to a lot of people to i mean this is i understand this is just uh, me and my dad uh, doing artists copies of something or copies is not a copy i mean it's just a rendition of, of, of the, the stuff we love to do but we would love to take this to the next level get it endorsed and 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 and, uh, get it to a larger audience that would be the dream maybe even quit my day job in the future i don't know that would be uh, that would be cool yeah um we had some comments that we'll get to towards the end but maybe we can just touch on a few of them now uh sean fear was asking if you were going to add solo sounds to the cockpit diorama there is one um i don't know if sean is a member of my facebook group but um 
I basically had them vote and decide. We have 15 sounds on a remote. Um, though, if you have a Windows computer, you can just look at the custom soundboard we made that is inside the um, base that the cockpit rests on. There's, uh, if you look very closely, you see the vents in the base where the cockpit sits that's where the speakers are and right yeah exactly and right behind that there's the soundboard you plug in one 12 volt adapter that comes with uh, all the world plugs you need and that supplies power to all the lights and the sound um and then you can take out there's a micro sd card in there uh and take it out and copy new sounds on it and it can be a soundboard for anything you want basically um, the only issue I've had on Mac OS is that if you copy sounds to it, it copies an, a, a hidden second file, but the player starts tries to play it. So you basically then you have a sound and then you have an empty space and then the sound. So that really doesn't work. Just on a Windows computer, it works perfectly. But to answer Sean's question, sound 14 is sounds from Solo with um, Mario the dice hang from the top ceiling uh you can just about see some silvery things if you look at the top opening on the window right there that's where the uh that's where the dice dangle from uh-huh. right there nice. and uh, you can see the the glass is in here you there's just one reflection yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and even though it's a circular design that picks up a lot of reflection and we're just talking uh, about some uh, a lot of lights on the ceiling so we're very happy with the reflectiveness of the uh, of the glass one other thing that we fixed that you see in this picture we hadn't matched the weathering pattern pattern yet on the canopy versus the rest of the cockpit so if you yeah. look at the yeah the, I, the I version, that a little bit yeah yeah so if you look at the version behind that that one has a perfect match and that's what the front is also going to be yeah this so is, that's going to be fixed this is insane i mean this is mad oh and one other thing that we added uh, was the the slats. Oh, what do you what's the what's the proper word around the around the, the windows? Uh, the um, the canopy windows, I guess you'd say. Yeah, yeah. And so, but there there's the little uh, um, edges around it that 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 are raised versus the uh, on the prototype behind there aren't any. Oh, I see. Raised these edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so what would those those be called? I don't know the frames, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Frames. That uh, makes sense. Mullion. It's a window mullion. Oof. Whoa. So, All right. Here. Here we go. No, there's so the term. That's that's from <laughs> yeah. years and years of being a painter and decorator, having to paint under it. It's a mullion. Wow. <laughs> right. So we added mullions. Didn't know we did it, but that's what we added. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Uh, MPJ asks. Are there any plans for a one twelfth scale Falcon cockpit? Something simple and plain. I know that was also a question that we got in the um, in the comments on Auxiliary. Um, is that something you think you might want to tackle in the future? I'm torn. I everything we do, I get a question: Can you make it in in one twelfth scale? We had that with the white tent of entryway. We did that. It sold very poorly. Um, then we. We're more careful with the Justice Mobile because we got a lot of requests for that. We started a list, and uh, we got uh, an, enough people on the list, but then we opened it up for pre-order. We're right. We're, we're only a little bit past a quarter of oh, the people shit. who said they would commit. So, uh, the problem is, I understand uh, it's very expensive, especially in relative terms for people in the 112 scale community but since this is yeah. such low volume there's no way i could match the price of a mattel who makes hundreds of thousands nah. of, of a piece so i really want to i would love to i mean it's it's not that hard you do have to re-engineer for uh, wall thicknesses release angles and all that but it's, it's easier um and because a lot of this is volume uh physical volume uh you do save a lot by going smaller because it's really uh it's like going from uh, hd television to 4k that's uh four times uh, mm-hmm. the resolution right to, yeah. just to scale it up so this is even more so so um i would love to 
reality uh, shows me that uh, it's very hard to get uh, to get the support we need to make this. Basically, it's really yeah. surprising because mm. you think when you look at like vehicles and stuff from one six scale, the biggest issue most people have is space. Mm-hmm. So right. you'd imagine, you know, people who collect one twelve, it's not such an issue. You think they jump at it? Yeah, but I was going to yeah. say the same thing that you said though. I think the difference is, is obviously, you know. The market for this is people that are happy to, in this day and age, to be paying three, four, five hundred pounds for a layer, you know, hand and chewy going for eight hundred, ridiculous. So the actual relative cost of this is not that massive. Whereas, I say, a black series, you're spending twenty pounds on a figure, mm-hmm. and then Yo says, right, okay, I can do the cockpit, but it's going to be five, six hundred pounds. It's a massive, you know, yeah, yeah. It's I can see the point there. People yeah. say they want, and it, it wouldn't be five, six hundred pounds, but it's still it, it yeah. would be a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if you look at uh, like the one twelve uh, scale Justice Mobile, um, that one with all the features is uh, uh, close to twelve hundred to make a one six scale. Of course, we're talking about one hundred and five centimeters in length. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the twelve scale version, we can do nearly the same feature for four hundred dollars because there's just a lot less material, right. and especially in the molds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, there's le- a little less detail. Uh, we're still talking lights from the fronts and some lights in the cockpit. It can't be that detailed. Um, so you're leaving yeah. some behind, but then again, for that price difference, that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, based on that, uh, extrapolating, I would say uh, a cockpit like this um, would would also be around five hundred dollars in twelve in twelve scale, and that's just massive compared to what you said yeah. a black series figure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid the market isn't there. Nah. at least in the very very low fall volume that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the past you had mentioned that you didn't want to. Uh, make another batch of these uh, meditation dioramas, but I know you are offering custom one-off, one-time options. Uh, here it says they come in at nine hundred ninety-nine dollars, shipping approximately one fifty, and you're looking for a dozen people to make this happen. How is the uh, how's that going on this piece? Um, so usually I don't revisit anything, but I've gotten so many requests, and I just uh, I asked the guy who does my prototyping because uh-huh. they have this massive. A hundred thousand uh, dollar SLA industrial grade printer, so it's really good quality. Uh, what would it cost uh, if if we do a dozen uh, prints? So um, that is something we can handle, um, and I think we might be able to do that based on the feedback. However, the group seems to be divided because um, we scaled it down a little bit. Oh well, we, yeah, this thing is still massive. Um, yeah. But ba- the the actual thing has a twelve foot radius, so we're talking a twenty four foot diameter. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're talking a four foot diameter in one six scale, and uh-huh. about half the people want to say, "Hey, if we're going to do one off, let's do it four feet." <laughs> yeah. And the other half says, "Well, this is big enough." Um, so. I think that's the biggest hurdle to take to see how how to fix that, how to do that. Um, but I think uh, I think we we could get enough people together to do uh, the dozen uh, uh, custom printed versions. There's a comment here. Maybe you can speak on it. Uh, I have some experience with this. Um, so Scott says, speaking as someone who ordered the 12 scale Tantive hallway, I felt the materials were more expensive than needed. 3D printing is so much cheaper in comparison for 12 scale. Uh, in my opinion, as someone that has worked with 3D prints, um, they're not the strongest material. Uh, they can be if you print them, you know, yeah. insanely dense. Mm. Uh, but, you know, resin casting is just so much easier to finish, to work with, and it's a lot stronger. Um, is that something that you've seen in your experience versus 3D printing or resin casting? Um, is there any, uh, what do you think about this? Yeah, Scott, hi. Um, I hear what you're saying. It's just funny that um, when we were at one of our suppliers a couple of years ago, we saw them extruding an aluminum profile. And I looked at my dad and I said, that looks almost like the profile of the Tantive hallway. And um, turns out it was 
the perfect size. We all we only need them to tweak a little bit, and so we could get true aluminum much cheaper than any alternative resin casting 3d printing whatever so it was just a bonus that people got really expensive good material but this was by far the cheapest we could produce it uh, at a scale at, of more than a dozen pieces so um yeah I, I i don't think we could have done it any cheaper i think yeah i've done unless the the only exception would be like there there was this company did the space walls they call it on eBay yeah um yeah so that's basically Chinese uh, injection molding like uh like you get a a, a construction a, a kit yeah, how would you like call that kit. Yeah, like yeah. a model kit right and so um you can injection mold stuff for a dollar. Uh, as soon as you've paid off the molds, which usually run into the five figures. So uh, higher volume, the, the, the cost goes down dramatically. But we're just in this really nasty gray area where uh, you can't do 3D printing because it's not strong enough and it's quite expensive, uh, but you couldn't do injection molding. So I hope that answers Scott's question. Yeah, 3D printing yeah. is also a pain in the ass to finish, especially if you're doing uh, PLA uh, our monoliths, even SLA, each, each monolith took probably about eight hours to sand perfectly smooth from a very, very fine print. Um, yep. Yeah, so I, I definitely can. 3D printing isn't isn't there yet, so uh, w- especially for a going back antive, which is perfectly smooth. You know, it needs yep. to be mm-hmm. absolutely perfect. Uh, yeah, and, and a lot of work will still have to go into that one. For yeah. that very same reason, we're probably going to be using filler and sanding and all that sort of thing to get it good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Bless your I hope three D printing gets better in the in the in the future. Yeah. In, my, in my view, you know, so, I mean, people. <clears throat> I would say people come to you because they want that quality. They know that you're using, you know, quality pieces, and 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 you don't mind paying that little bit extra. You know, you, we can all go out and buy a you know a, a, a picture to put on the back of our Detolfs. You know, mm-hmm. that's the cheapest option and you're building up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to have a piece of yours is, 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 is as good as having a, you know, a grail figure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you would, I, you know, if I was buying a piece of yours, I would expect to be paying, you know, for the, the best materials. Um, so, it's a, yeah, it's, um, you know. You pay for what you get, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and still everything we do is, is very much focused on cost. Uh, uh, I mean... Uh, we run a business where right now the dollar is falling and that's a major issue because we just, we don't have any, any fat on the bonds. Uh, so uh, yeah, but there you're, you're right. I, there is a minimal level of quality I'm willing to accept at the cost Mm -hmm. of price. And so I still want to, basically, I want to have stuff that I can look at in my collection and say, yeah, I want, I want that. I want to keep that in my collection. So Mm -hmm. there, there is that. I think this here, the six scale Hoth Rebel base floor palettes, pretty genius. Twenty five bucks, mm. uh, and they look great. Um, I mean, because someone that has a Hot Toys figure that doesn't have your diorama could use this. Someone that has dioramas already could use this. I mean, this is. I think we talked about it the first interview we did is buying things from you that you create that can be used for any number of projects. Mm-hmm. I think this is a really a really good idea. I could see someone buying this for like a Civil War diorama that they have in their collection. Uh, I mean, this is Ooh. this is great. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, um, as soon as we finish the extension kit for the cargo hold, we're going to be offering all those crates and stuff you find in the cargo hold as separate uh, accessories, nice. basically. As as this uh, this nice. is too. So, all those uh, rebel and imperial crap to fill up uh, <laughs> uh, fill up a display space is is, uh, is what we're uh, going to be uh, offering uh, I think in, it in, be, in... it'd be cool if you did some um, kyber crystal containers I know rogue one figures are pretty hot right now everyone seems mm-hmm. to want to buy them and uh, maybe making a set of those you know the tanks have those big canisters and then they also have the smaller ones I think that'd be something pretty cool that a lot of people might like and twenty five dollars for a set of two I mean that's a really a really good price so uh, definitely props yeah. on that one. Uh, yeah, have you thought about doing kind of more small accessories and stuff like that? 
as like an ongoing thing? Uh, I've I've thought about it many times, Ian. It's just mm. uh, it's it's basically time uh, yeah. as an issue because I've got so many projects in the works. Mm. Uh, I've got like stuff I want to do, right? Uh, mm. So um, yesterday. Uh, for uh, for the third time in a week, so I'm thinking this is my, some kind of way of the universe telling me to take a look at that. Uh, is the T1 from Terminator? Do you know what that yeah. is? I've seen all the movies, some of them several times. I didn't mm. know what the T1 was. I googled it, but that's a cool little tank. It's the it's tank that, with uh, the guns, right? Oh, the yeah, yeah. kind of hang off the. Yeah, that would be cool. See, that Where you see neat. John Connor with the binoculars at the beginning there. Yeah. Kind of in the background, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, so and, and there's just a million of those little things uh, I, I still want to do. But yeah, it's definitely on the list uh, as soon as I get a little bit more time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if I can do this full time next year, I can do that. You uh, also put up so. <laughs> on your Facebook group that you are slightly ahead of schedule on the land speeder and the cargo hold. And anyone that is fully paid up as of, I think, last Wednesday. Uh, they're going to be shipping very soon, so that's really good news for those people that are waiting. I know we know a few. They're people. on their way. The first one has been delivered. Hey, wow, nice. there you go. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, really. Yeah. Good. There's a, a neat little upgrade uh, we did there. Uh, there we got a. Uh, we learned to work with magnet systems. We we needed that for the Batmobile and the and the cockpit, and so we uh, retroactively put that in the second batch or the final batch of the uh, of the land speeder. So that's nice. pretty neat. Yeah. That is really cool. Your Iron Scavenger also, uh, you did make some updates on it. And I had a quick question. Are you doing the sewing for the jacket, or is that a third, uh, uh, another set of people that are doing those jackets? No, I got uh, uh, Brian uh, from, from Black Ops Toys uh, uh, hooked me up with uh, the guys uh, and girls who do that for him. Um, those can do a much better job than I could. So this is this, this is professional uh, stuff. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. damn, Yost can do it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nope. You got, your, you got a nope. sweatshop going on in your house. Sorry, machine out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. We're go ahead. I'm sorry. We're sweating. Uh, we're sweating uh, the details on this. Uh, this is actually the third version of the exoskeleton in the, in the next uh, next slide. Yeah, I think you're um, mentioning that you're adding metal joints to this uh, figure. And those look yeah, good. yeah. Now that's basically uh, also because what you said: if you do 3D printing and you can't do uh, big wall thicknesses, um, it's just very brittle. Now, when we go into production and we got everything fit together and we've got the molds, then we can go to a very sturdy uh, material. And but we're still going to stick with the the metal uh, the metal joints uh, the way things are looking right now. But uh, with the three D prototype parts to see how everything fits together, it's just a, it was a, a bloody nightmare uh, and a bit of a delay there. And it looks like these are kind of squared off in the joints. So are they ratchets, or do you have to unplug it and change the angle and put it back in, or does this actually like a fluid joint movement? Um. We're still, I, uh, I can't say for the final version, we're still experimenting with what works best to support the weight versus getting um, getting the movement. We're, n uh, we're not thinking uh, taking it out and putting it back in because that just didn't work with either the ratchet or maybe something with enough resistance to get fluid movement and just being able to pose it. But we're still, mm, it's still too early to tell for that. Gotcha. But yeah, the jacket, one... Yost, you know, if it's is it is it real leather or is it a, yeah. a sort of it is. It is not platter, this is real leather. Mm, how no, thin is it? The thin. Yeah, it is thin. No, so so we're obviously we're massive indie fans and uh there's always the the search for the the perfect jacket, um, and quite often they don't go with leather because they say they can't find one that's thin enough to look realistic at the at one six scale uh, yeah but the pleather it just starts to crack up and and, and, yeah. and flake yeah it does so that's not an option and uh, i'm happy with the way this looks and it's real leather mm. so yeah yeah we got it i think i think uh yeah, yeah and what, was, uh, what was the price on this figure uh 594 
That's a dollars. amazing price. Yeah. That is amazing. Especially if you consider there's a, a dynamic flight stand and the wingspan you see here is 120 centimeters, which is four feet. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Christ. With joints and everything. So the, the rotors spin, they rotate, the, the wings uh, are poseable. So even the people who don't have four feet of display space, you can uh, make it um, make it smaller, make it. Oh. So, so how, did, how, this does, one, how do you how are you supporting that with the you said about a flight stand? How does that does that connect in to the to the um, the actual wings somewhere? Does it? Or, well, we're obviously going we're back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, it might just be uh, a grabber like Hot Toys does. Uh, mm -hmm. It might be somewhere. Uh, this is still something I would love that you could connect it to the backpack where yeah, the well. wings are yeah. connected to. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's turning out trickier than I thought. Right. So it's okay. too. Uh, yes, Red Wolf. Yeah, Red Wolf There's says, "Are we still getting box. an art box with the Iron Scavenger?" The answer is yes. Uh, let's yes. talk about the Batwing. Um, Boba oh. Fett 0820, very excited about that. Uh, you were at, uh, according to this post, 49 out of 100. We needed to hit mm -hmm. the goal uh, for the six-scale Batwing. Um, man, he made a petition website, too. Man, my God. Oh, um, <laughs> I missed that. That's awesome. Um, and then one of our Facebook users says, pretty sad people couldn't back up their talk by signing up for the 12-scale Batmobile pre-order and committing mm. to buy it. Um this this craft is massive, isn't it? From the film, uh -huh. yeah. I mean, this seems like it would be a huge piece. I, I think um, that would be the biggest piece we've ever done. This is bigger than the the, the 1989 Batman yeah, we're working on. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of scared if we hit a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to say we'll hit a thousand next. Uh, no, 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 no. This is uh, we've mentioned it a few times. The 12 scale Batmobile. You got some work in progress pictures here. Uh, is that coming along pretty smoothly? Yeah, yeah, I think I'll have um so we're working on a prototype now to see how everything fits together uh, and uh I'm doing the paint and the weathering on that. I think by next week I should be able to have it close enough that I can uh, uh show it and I uh according to the tracking this week this weekend I will have the Mesco 112 scale uh tactical suit which is a big batman so if if that one fits then uh, yeah we, we can pretty much fit fit anything in there mm -hmm. and then this morning i had a meeting with the the guy who helps me with the design um because this is so much smaller but i do want some lights in the cockpit uh for a way to have uh light reflected through a tunnel so that we can light the like at least two or three screens up in the cockpit from a distance uh, and not have to worry about uh, uh, very many LEDs and wires going through such a small space mm -hmm. and giving up because it's always a trade-off. So then you, you would give up either realism or floor space uh, for, uh, you know, leg space for, for your Batman. Uh, so um, we're tinkering with that, but I'm right now I'm confident we can do uh, at least front, uh, uh, front lights and maybe one or two lights in the in the cockpit is what we're going for. I'll have uh, the prototype to show uh, with the Basco Batman sometime next week, or if not, then one week later. So that's pretty close. That will not have the electronics then, of course, because that will be the next step. But um, it's looking good. It's uh, We've learned a lot from the six-scale Batman to, to do uh, a Batmobile, to see how everything will, will fit together and the way the best way to break up the parts into not too many small parts, but uh, make it uh, movable. So on the, um, the six-scale Batmobile, we could do actual quite thick metal axes and uh, actual ball bearings inside the wheels um so uh yeah learning that we might be able to take some of that at the lower budget at the smaller scale uh into the the 12 scale this uh so boba fett uh, asks yo since we have the batmobile and the computer lab coming any chance for the batsuit vault i think we've talked about in the last stream that that potentially might be something you would look into um uh, 
but I, I know you said there might have been a third party company that had made it. Sean says he'd love to see a Bacta tank. <laughs> I would love to that see would be awesome. uh, the Rogue One Bacta tank, even just the, the tank itself. I think that would be an amazing display. Uh, yeah. Let's take a look here. So there's more pictures there of the 12th scale. Uh, these yellow and, and pink and blue, are, is this paint or is this uh, mold making material? No, that's for the the molds, and then of course we're going to do a pink Batmobile, but uh, that was a secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mario asks, "How's the '66 Batmobile going along? When is the pre-order cutoff?" Thanks. Okay, so the 1966 Batmobile that was, yeah, it, it was the same story as the uh, Six Hill Scavenger. Uh, the, the the prototype you were looking at that was a complete redo we scrapped everything from the first uh generation design and prototyping uh same for the batmobile you, you probably saw the uh the prototype we did around new years um and i just didn't like how it fit together there was a huge panel gap issue um so uh, basically we scrapped all that started a redesign and then uh the 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 covid crisis hit which really uh uh made the, the delay even longer so i'm thinking in about three weeks so so next week i'm hoping to finalize uh the first production pieces that ship out for the six scale batmobile and the cockpit then the week after that i want to spend most of my time finalizing the prototype the first prototype for the 12th scale and then the week after that uh, will be dedicated to the Vulture and uh, finalizing the model for the, the 66. So um, then that goes into prototyping. So that will be late summer until we see the next prototype, which means the, pre the pre-order cutoff uh, it doesn't stop until the, um, the... I'm happy with the prototype. So I think you're, you'll still have at least until august to do uh, a pre-order what is important though is when i'm happy with the the cockpit and the one six scale uh, but justice mobile i'm going to have to sit around with uh, my suppliers uh, who do part of the casting and part of the electronics production and all that so um in about i think four weeks from now is the cutoff date for those uh, and then I just have to do the material planning, the time planning, the cost planning. And I, I, I have to make a few extra because, uh, of course, for service and all that sort of thing. Um, but if you're serious about this, please know that the cutoff date for those is coming soon. Um, maybe and now is a good time to mention that there are also a, a number of old designs um that will not be coming back once they are sold out. So I'm talking about like the Emperor Throne Room, um, and after the last current run of the Tantive Entryway, the white one, and the the Service Corridor, those are going to be gone. I only have like two left of the Carbon Freezing Chamber. We're not going to do that again. So uh, a, a lot of the old stuff is going to be gone pretty soon too, and that's not coming back. Let's uh, let's take a look at some questions here. We'll get to the YouTube comment questions here in a second. Yeah. Uh, but related to uh, the interview questions that we asked on Ox, Eric Reese says he would be he would love an entrance slash exit ramp diorama from the Falcon. I know we touched on that a little bit on the last interview we had. Uh, Alfred also says, "What has been the most challenging aspect of the Falcon cockpit build thus far?" Okay, for the the cockpit build. Uh, well, obviously the lights. Um, I mean, basically, how how are you going to do that? And um, especially with the different colors and making them look um, like they're part of the same group. And if you get the standard LEDs, then you're stuck with whatever lenses are on there. So we ended up making custom lenses and just using white lights white led uh to shine from behind so the the lights uh was an issue and just how do you do 150 leds several times <laughs> yeah wow. um yeah lot, uh, uh and the other thing was if you're working at that scale with uh like 
Uh, it's close to three feet in length, uh, 74 centimeters. And you've got these, the, you, you've got an arch and a diameter and all those parts need to fit really tightly. Just small tolerance issues will have air gaps and that will have light bleed. So, um, that's uh th those those two were the biggest challenge for the for the for the build i think do you ever and, um once you're done and like you're like all right this is great we're ready to ship do you guys ever celebrate amongst your family like you know like what do you do to because i know they're so involved with the process as well um i think i've seen a few times your wife had commented on the facebook page is like saying oh i'm a part of this in in the team and of course your father uh, helps out and i think time to time you've mentioned your son's help as well how do you guys mm -hmm. celebrate the completion of a big build like this <laughs> by building more did you guys see the video of the the lego falcon yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. great video yeah, yeah that was uh that was uh, our celebration for all the work that they've done to help me out during the crisis when my dad had to stay home uh, uh and sushi is another thing oh, sushi is so <laughs> good yeah um, so uh, i wanted to show this to eric Let's see if we can't. Yeah, let me make solo that visible. Uh, can you see this, Eric? Oh, is that the that is the entry ramp? Look at that. Nice, yeah. Eric. Those are original blueprint designs. This is the design for uh, the actual ramp system. Mm -hmm. And I have this. Uh oh, original blueprints. Going. So Breaking news. it's safe to say <laughs> I've I've started. Let's see if I can give you one more. Ooh. We've um, even started the digital sketching phase. Yeah, the ramp would be super cool. Let's see. So I'll give you a, a bit of a, uh, a scoop here, but uh, we're uh oh, look at that. <laughs> this is just no. testing out the. Uh, the design and the detail so my god that's crispy, <laughs> crispy. very very cool tony ducker asks what material is the main falcon cockpit body made from is it polystone or resin i just want to get an idea for the full weight of this dreams uh, it's made it from is pure dreams <laughs> collector's tears and and unicorn uh whatever Horn. Uh, so uh yeah, yeah yeah it's a it's a very flexible resin that we're using uh now it flexible isn't the right translation uh, english isn't my first language um elastic is the, uh, so it's, it's got uh, some elasticity uh, which means anything that bends doesn't break um so it's but it is solid uh so if you have a standard collectible unless it's a statue it's abs plastic it's injected molded and it's whole hollow because injection molding you can't do great wall thicknesses the piece that mm. we make the pieces are uh much more solid so the uh the the six scale batmobile is 30 pounds the the cockpit about the same so pretty solid pieces Red Wolf asks, do you think you'll hit the September release for Iron Scavenger or closer to the end of this year? Uh, potentially COVID-related issues and whatnot. Yeah, definitely end of the year. Uh, COVID didn't help. That definitely slowed it down, but complete redesign uh, did the rest. So uh, I'm sorry, uh, the, 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 the rest is pretty good. Uh, I mean, uh, most of them on average, only four to six weeks delay, we managed to keep it keep the delay down pretty good but um uh, uh the, the scavenger is just the COVID plus the redesign means uh new year's uh, yeah. around there danny lee asks will there be a lot of assembly needed to put the falcon cockpit together out of the box none what a guy what a wow. guy nice <laughs> uh, yeah so i may well this is not true maybe you'll have to put the seats in the holes I think we can. Yeah, so I'm sure people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and those oh, those are magnetic now. That's another upgrade we do. <laughs> Fantastic. <You> just... <laughs> uh, one of our Facebook users asked, uh, "Will you be making race speeder or the snow speeder?" I think we touched on those last episode, but maybe you can give people a refresher on. I that. want a snow speeder. Yeah, snow speeder is a must. I want a snow speeder. So 
Um, the thing is, do I make a snowspeeder first or do I start the TIE fighter first? That's what I haven't decided yet. I would the tie, how through. big is the TIE fighter? It's big. But <laughs> I was thinking for the TIE fighter, you could do the cockpit yeah. as a, as mm-hmm. a true scale version. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then offer the wings for the people who want the ultimate. Yeah, that's a great so, idea. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's very doable, and it's you know if you do it flat packed, and and there's segments anyway. So I'm thinking, uh, I, I'm already thinking of how am I going to do this. Um, I think for the tie, uh, the 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 the, the, well, the solar panels, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, there might be some some potential to make it smaller, at least for shipping, uh, to make what's it modular that way. On one of those, Yoast. Fully, what's the what's how high do they? I think those are four feet. Yeah, they're massive, two. aren't they? Ma- yeah, they're massive. Might be even think, bigger. Might be. I think yeah. it's such a great idea to do the tie cockpit as its own thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Because having built the Bandai model kits, I don't know if those are super accurate, but I remember the cockpit for the Interceptor, the TIE Fighter, and Vader's TIE Advanced were pretty similar. Uh, and, I mean, just having a diorama that they could put Vader in or the Rogue One mm-hmm. TIE Pilot in or the Sideshow TIE Pilot yeah. in, I mean, that's uh, that's pretty crispy. Good idea. Yeah, now, take that idea a little bit further. What, what, sorry, what was that? I was going to say, because if you did the, so, the snow speeder, you re, your option for that really is just Luke. But with the TIE yeah. Fighter, like Zach says, you've got options to put like Vader, the different pilots, all sorts in there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Dak so, yeah, faces sense. backwards, so you wouldn't really see his face anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but You can see which one I want. Think about it. Yeah. If, if this thing is a success, so the TIE Fighter is a success, uh-huh. And you say the cockpits are pretty similar, which I think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, why not do the Vader wings as yeah, exactly, a separate as a option? Yeah. Because yeah. it almost looks like on the model kit, the cockpit plugs into the back where the hyperdrive is and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I mean, that would be freaking awesome. I mean, so many people yeah. love the New Hope Vader and being able to uh, to plop that into uh, something like that, that would be, be pretty special. Mm. Yeah, so... Even... so f- why would your your parents call you Facebook user? That's just cruel. Anyway, Facebook <laughs> user. It was an awkward Christmas. You, uh, yeah. uh, the snowspeeder is coming. Uh, the snowspeeder is coming, period. Because I think it's a cool design, uh, and I want it. So that's mm-hmm. all the criteria you need right there. Plus, it's a manageable size. It's yeah. like... It's only slightly longer than the land speeder and about as wide as it is long. So it's we're talking eight, 85, 90 centimeters. Something like that is it tops 85, yeah. I think. Mm, yeah. yeah. 82 yeah. by 85. Yeah. Something like that. So, so that's that in my uh, world, that's manageable. Yeah. yeah put um, me, put me down for one. Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. So I want that one. So it's only a matter of, do I start the tie fighter first or the snow speeder first? I always thought I'd do the snow speeder first, but I just love pleasing people, and I think I would please most people to start uh, by starting with a, with a Tie Fighter and yeah, uh, offering and, the cockpit. And, and, and the other issue is, as you say, you, you've got lots of options with with Vader or the Tie Pilots with the with the Snow Speeder. Thinking about it commercially, that there is only the Sideshow um, Pilot Luke Snow Speeder yeah. Pilot Luke, which which goes for ridiculous, ridiculous money now, prices. and people can't get them yeah. anyway. If you were to launch yeah. that. You know, it will probably it, the sale would sales would be affected by people's ability to get a hold of that figure. I think. I mean, I'm lucky to have a yeah. uh, Elvis 1976 custom one, which which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you know, but I think yeah, you you got to look at it, so, you know, from a commercial point of view. And until Hot Toys bring one out, um, it's it's a you know, it's difficult to get. Yeah. I know it's yeah. as uh, flexible, but it'd be cool to see a Kylo Ren TIE silencer cockpit. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would love that. Which is the TIE silencer? Um, that's the one he uses in The Last Jedi, but I think, maybe I could be totally wrong here, but I thought it was similar to the cockpit of the one he uses in the third film. Again, I could be totally wrong there. Yeah, um, so uh, that was what I was wondering, too. Is it, is it eight or nine? Well, anyway... 
Yeah. Uh, Boba Fett asks, is the Arkham Knight Batmobile still possibly on the list? Yeah. Hang on, Boba Fett, because there's still a question I didn't answer. Uh, he wanted to know about the snow speeder, but he also asked about race speeder. Yes, is, yes, yes. Um, I, I had this question before, and I'm still waiting on someone who has access to the actual files used for the movie. If, if I do get them, I'm going to make it because you've got the perfect, perfect replica from, from the movie. So, uh, so Ray Spear, um, I'm, I'm going to say definitely maybe, uh, but first, Snowspeeder, Die Fighter, uh, I think, even though that's because such a different price range, it might be different audiences, but I don't want to overload yeah. the collectors. So it's, it's also a pacing thing because I've got a, I've yeah. got a short list of stuff that I, I want to do or either, uh, or, or I think that's a good idea. I mean, can you, can you see it's, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Oh, come there on, we go. pick it up. There so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Admiral, I mean, anything from Admiral Akbar to uh, to uh, Ray Speeder to an ATST. I mean, this is all stuff I want to do. Um, uh, it's time, and I need the money to be able to finance uh, uh, finance it. And uh, I can't do ten projects at the same time because mm-hmm. you guys wouldn't be able to support us if we did. So. Yeah. Uh, Next year. Danny Lee mm-hmm. says, um, actually, let's get to Boba Fett's question. Is the Arkham Knight Batmobile yeah. still possibly on the list? I had that as the definite next one after the 1966. Until I saw the size, that made me doubt if... Isn't it pretty massive? It's it is fucking huge. Huge. Yeah, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Um, I was ready to, uh, to just blindly go there because I've gotten that request a lot. But uh-huh. so there's two factors into play. So one is the size, which means that a lot of people either can't afford it or just don't have the room for it. Mm-hmm. And then as an alternative, Hot Toys teased uh, Clooney, Batman, and Robin. Mm-hmm. So that made that Batmobile a very cool option mm-hmm. to do with all the lights in the in the in the back panel. Yeah. Thing. So. I mean, I love doing the mobiles, the Batmobiles. So, uh, you guys were excellent on the on the Justice Mobile with the support. So, um, the 1966, I was expecting more, but that's less, but good enough. Mm-hmm. So, there is going to be a next Batmobile, and I'm I'm just it's for me, Boba. It's a different, it's a toss up between the Arkham Knight one if it's viable, and the Batmobile for the Clooney Batman. So. What do you guys think? It's tricky because I think me, I, I really I like the Arkham stuff better than Clooney Batman. So True. for me, the the me Arkham too. stuff would be. But looking at that really figure, cool. do you think it could fit in that cockpit? I mean, it looks like it doesn't articulate very well to get in what, the, the Arkham the, the Arkham, Arkham Knight Batman. Yeah, that's the tricky thing. Mm. I mean, and plus, you know, like you said, the size of it because. The Arkham Knight Batmobile has two extra seats in the back that fold out. Shit. <laughs> he puts like poison ivy in whoever he takes prisoner or whatever, he sticks him in the back there. It's it's an absolute beast. Yeah. Absolute beast. I mean it would be super impressive. Um and I think I'd go more for the Arkham because the Arkham I really like the design of a lot of the Arkham stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, their yep. designs are really good on pretty much everything that they do. Um, so um, yeah, for me it would be Arkham. Just to clarify that, it's the it's the Val Kilmer one, isn't it? Batman Forever third oh, movie. Oh, is not, that not, Clooney? Not is Clooney, it the Val Kilmer so one? Different, oh. very different cars. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah, those are both yeah. very skeletonized lights. Yes, they are. They up. are. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Similar type. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Similar in design. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the Kilmer Batman, of course, because there were the nipples on the suit. That's Sorry. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he. Um, yeah, Clooney had them as well. He's the, the, the Kilmer started the nipple uh, yeah. uh, trend. 
and uh, and then it got killed the next episode. Anyway, um, but yeah, so if you do the Arkham thing, we're talking about somewhere between four and five feet, easy, probably close <laughs> to five feet. Where are you putting that in? And then, yeah, and and then <laughs> on the drive, so it, looks <laughs> it has to be. It has to be somewhere between fifteen hundred dollars and two thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. I just it, don't know if it's viable. That's I it. I think it. I think it is. Right. It's, it's, it's like you say the size, the cost. Mm-hmm. It's just. I mean, if if cost wasn't an issue, just looking around, like where would I put it? Like yeah. it's it's massive. Um, and you yeah. really want it, so it's not. Uh, I, I think I can fa- find plenty of people who want it, but then mm. both afford it and yeah, yeah, that's the have thing. the space. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very small area in the Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, three different things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Breaking news, uh, Ian: Speedy Post service resuming for the United Kingdom and the United States from TNS. It's pretty big news. Yeah, cool. It would be super handy if I ordered and think, but yeah. TNS is like a third party supplier yeah. for like the young rich figures like yeah. anything third party they usually carry but I've had right. like okay. four or five figures that I paid off that can't ship yet because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they just literally can't ship it to my address yeah, yeah. They're, no, they're really they're, good they're a good they're company yeah. they used to do uh, hot but toys but they, they stopped there was some sort of um, falling out there I think was no yeah um there's a few questions here. Maybe we can just touch on one more. Uh, Ian asks, sorry, Yo's joined a bit late. Do you have a rough estimate on when the Falcon Deluxe cockpit will be shipped? Uh, the very first one next, next week, week or the week after. But um, basically the way we work is we make a couple of production samples. Uh, I don't know, like four or five uh to make sure that the one-off isn't a fluke but that everything fits together the way we want and then we uh order the the bulk uh of the batch that we built with different suppliers to keep the cost low and build it all at once so for the very very first orders uh, who support us for a long time? Th- th- those will get those first samples, and then the rest is probably around August. So Ian would be in August too. Okay, very cool. Good. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to thank uh, Yoast for coming on tonight, today, tonight, depending where you're at. Uh, always good to have you. If you ever have any news, like I said, you're always welcome to come on the show. I know. Um, obviously, you had some big news this episode that you wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott, this is actually a really good question. Let's get to this question here. Scott says. Uh, if more six-scale Star Trek figures get released, any thought to bridge station slash captain's chairs? That's a great question. Um, or a runabout. Oh, don't count on QMX. <laughs> They're a bunch of... <laughs> yeah. P- PS yeah. Hasn't QMX. there been? Because I, I, I haven't looked at that. I, I, I I've had the question. been a captain's chair from QMX. Exactly. Uh, and, did, so I just don't do whatever... Yeah, the, mm. yeah I, I, I usually don't touch what, what's been done before. Yeah, um, and I've looked at the bridge because I've had that question before. But that thing also is quite massive. Yeah, um, and the problem is, so, is that you know I was intent on collecting the original bridge crew, but then QMX have just made an absolute ass of that line, and there's no guarantee that you know they'll release um, any more. And that's obviously again would affect, I think, the the demand for that. People might want a Picard chair. Um, All right. But yeah, guess, long know, enough, let's add that. I let's, don't know what the numbers would be like on that. Yeah, the card chair. So, um, I think Stark is like you said. Star Trek is tricky. It's large space, or it hasn't yeah. been done, or the figures are crap. Um, yeah. So that that that's that's the trick there. That's um, so. Going back to another question, the Gunner Bay we're talking about where the TIE fighter battle was uh, in episode four in the Falcon. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, a question. Yes. I love anything Falcon. So probably after the ramp. Yeah. I'm telling you in, in like three years, I was going to say, those, it's, those who have <laughs> put into every single project, actually it's like a build a figure, like <laughs> build, build a, build a Falcon. Yeah. yeah. Build a Falcon. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh man. Next time we do an episode, someone's going to be like, hey, can you make that little thing where Luke and everyone hid in the thing, and then the next thing, uh, by the time it's yeah. all over, you're going to have a whole six-scale mm. Falcon. Did you actually work out what the overall length would have been at that scale, Yost? 
No. No. I've seen the picture, and I thought it was scary. Yeah, <laughs> Have yeah. you seen the hot pictures toys, of the Hot Toys hot one? Toys made one, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that, yeah. What, what, what is that? Uh, I remember watching uh, looking at a photo of someone setting it up, and when, you, when you've got a full-grown man standing next to it, you kind of go, oh, fuck me, that's big. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 like an entire room filled yeah. with yeah, the yeah, model. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it would be awesome, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, like, I think Hot Toys had it on display once, and it was mm-hmm. it was huge. I mean, it was. There's yeah. no way that they would make that. No, no. We can dream. We can dream, though. Let's give a shout out to our patrons. They keep our channel going along with our sponsors: Scott Bradley, Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez. Dan Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Kret, Jason Nelson, Big Fern, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percha, and Sean Yahtzee. Uh, we are doing, uh, this is our Patreon info here. If you guys want to check us out, just search Collecting Weekly on Patreon. We're doing a bonus acrylic charm for anyone that subs to the $15 tier. Uh, while supplies last, I think we have like 30 odd of these, so while supplies last. And uh, we are doing a very special cause this month for Pride Month. We have a T-shirt on our Tee Public store. If you buy this shirt, we will donate the commission that we get from the shirt and we'll match it uh, to the Pride Center of San Antonio, which is a really good cause. Uh, again, Yost, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. But uh, do you guys have anything you wanted yeah. to add? Um, I need, I need a 112 Ecto-1. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've just got the. There? I've just got the Mezco um, uh, 112 uh, set in, and there is no yeah. there is no 112 um, Ecto one on the market. Somebody was going to make one, but the the apparently the estimate was was way too high, so it got scrapped. But what, what kind of estimate uh, were, were you were you talking? Oh, were they it talking? was like seven eight hundred dollars. Ah, okay, yeah, that's twice. Yeah, that's twice the reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Scott yeah. Allen says yes to the 12th scale Ecto one. No Yay! Here we go. We got. We're starting a list up. That was a. Quick we got little, two. Little, little, <laughs> add it to the list. Yeah, yeah. We're already one fiftieth of the way there. Uh, <laughs> Yost, did you have any shout outs you wanted to give, or uh, any last things you wanted to mention? Uh, well, I think I'm. I'm so bad at this. I I, I would never. I would suck at awards shows. I always forget. But yeah, I want to just thank my wife and kids and my 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 dad for making my dreams possible. And you guys at the community, um, yeah. So everyone who's worked on uh, on this, uh, so uh, Bruce, and Mike Studelberg, um, and we got Mike Hall, and um, so there, yeah. There's one more guy, but he has to, to remain anonymous. He helped me with the packaging and the and uh, and so um, this is a community effort. I can't do this alone. Uh, not without. Well, first of all, the trust uh, from the community. Just, just trust me with your money and um, and 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 to make sure that I, I deliver and not only deliver but deliver what you want. That. I never take that for granted. That's that's why I keep tweaking, adding, and, and pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got a wonderful family helps me. And it's just and the final shout out is to Uncle Ben up in heaven, who would have loved this. The yeah. very first, mm-hmm. the very first uh, collector I ever knew from this. And he got me out of Star Wars, so I owe him that uh, everything. Yeah, and uh, so Yoast is the man. True words spoken. Yeah, and you got and, three correct. I won now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and so and thank you, thank you guys. I mean, I love coming on here, and I love that you give me the time of day. And then and even if I'm not on the show and I li- I'm listening and I hear my name, I usually walk the dog and I go, "Yay!" <laughs> so cool. So we could talk to you for hours. Yeah, because, like, the stuff you're doing is just on and, and we'd all we'd all love right. every single piece you've done, but yeah. it, uh, the time and the space and the money we just it dream makes of sense. Them. Yeah, yeah. And, and so so th- as a last shout out, thanks to you guys, uh, Ian, Pete, Zach, uh, and I even forgive you, Zach, for not having this very cool graphic 
you have. Yeah, I felt bad. So, so the, those, those first two, those first two. Actually, let me let me pull up this picture real quick while I have everybody here. So the first two, uh, Zach Venable made for us, and uh, he was so nice to do that. And then we we were like, for the Patreon, if if you are in the top tier, if you want it, because you know not everyone really wants to have that. I was like, we will make you, um, we'll make it for you, and so. Uh, to this point, uh, only one person has uh, taken us up on that offer. Uh, and so, <laughs> you know, when you said that, I was like, crap, it's too like late for me to ask. Of Daniel course not. To make this. <laughs> it was just, but it really looks very cool. It caught my eye immediately. So, but uh, we did have someone that did make the edit for you, one of our great uh, listeners here. This is going to be the cover art, I think. <laughs> 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 that's brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah that is cool. <laughs> I don't know how they made that, but that's freaking hilarious. I tried yeah. to make this myself one time for Dean, and I gave up after three hours. I was like, nope, this is just not going to happen. Because how do you do this and get it so crisp? I mean, I do a lot with Photoshop and Illustrator too, but this is this is some quality work, Zach. Uh, yeah, and this so is not to... this is not my work. I think this is uh, Red Wolf here. He says I made you one, Yost. Check it out. Ah, uh, thanks, man. Uh, I really Red Wolf, appreciate it. Red Wolf, send me send me the graphic if you can just of Yoast by himself. Send it to me on Facebook and I'll plop it into the um to the the main graphic. If you can, that would be awesome. But yeah, I, I died laughing and but it was like right before we were gonna record and I didn't have time to update all the uh the assets and everything, but man, this is hilarious. But yeah, and like I said, right. anytime you want to come on, you're welcome to come on our show or OFAC. I think yep. I would love to yep. have you and, yeah, and we love it as well. So uh, cool. scheduling wise ian and p i think you said you're going to take this week off uh because we're doing this interview here yeah we'll be back yeah. not next thursday but the following yeah two weeks uh, yeah episode okay. episode 20 yep congratulations guys cool. and yost if you ever find yourself with a production sample that you might not need you can always hit up your boy <laughs> I, think, I think we've cleared that up, Jack. I think, yeah, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, before we started recording, Ian's like, well, it's actually cheaper to ship it to the England. I'm like, oh, that is yeah. true. Yeah. That is true. But, uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks everyone for watching. I think we had at one point yeah. 20, 20 people watching live at once, which wow. is pretty crazy because it's, nice. you know, 2, 3 o'clock p.m. in the United mm-hmm. States. Uh, but, yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Ian. I'm Pete. And I'm Yost. Catch you guys on the next episode. Later. Bye. Bye. Great show, guys.